Hello and welcome to your communication in service. I'm your host, Candace Thornton. After the completion of this in service, you should be able to describe how communication affects team processes and outcomes, define effective communication, identify communication challenges, and identify team step tools and strategies that can improve team communication. Communication is the lifeline of a well-functioning team and serves as a coordinating mechanism for teamwork. Effective communication skills are vital for resident safety and interplay directly with other components of the Team Steps framework. This in-service will describe the standards of effective communication and will present information exchange strategies and specific tools to enhance communication among team members. The continuing importance of effective communication cannot be understressed. According to Centennial Event data compiled by the Joint Commission between years 1995 to 2013 showed that ineffective communication has remained among the top three root causes of Centennial events. As these data illustrate, failure to communicate effectively as a team significantly increases the risk of error. So what is communication? Communication is defined as a transfer or exchange of information from a sender to a receiver. More specifically, communication is a process whereby information is clearly and accurately conveyed to another person, utilizing a method that is known and recognized by all involved. It includes the ability to ask questions, seek clarification, and acknowledge the message was received and understood. One critical result of effective communication is a shared understanding between the sender and receivers of the information conveyed. Two considerations in communication are whom you are communicating with and how you are communicating information. Nonverbal communication, such as written communication, is really common in healthcare. Another form of nonverbal communication is body language. The way you make eye contact, the way you hold your body during a conversation are signals that can be picked up by the person with whom you're communicating. Body language plays a significant role in communication. In a face-to-face communication, words account for 7% of the meaning, tone of voice accounts for 38%, and body language accounts for the remaining 55%. Although powerful, This mode of communication does not provide an acceptable mode to verify or validate information. To avoid making assumptions that can lead to error, you should verify in writing or orally any nonverbal communication, such as body language or visual cues to ensure resident safety. The simple rule is, when in doubt, check it out, offer information or ask a question. Reflection time. Can you provide examples from your work setting when a nonverbal communication produced a breakdown in teamwork? Did you know the actual intent of the person? Standards of effective communication. When sharing information with the team, which can include other providers, residents, family members, communication must meet four standards to be effective. It should be complete, 
communicate all relevant information while avoiding unnecessary details that may lead to confusion. Leave enough time for questions and answer questions completely. It should be clear. Use information that is plainly understood. Use common or standard terminology when communicating with members of the team. It should be brief. Be concise. Timely. Be dependable about offering and requesting information. Avoid delays in relaying information that could compromise a resident's situation. Note times of observations and interventions in the resident's chart. Update residents and family members frequently. Verify authenticity, which requires checking that the information received was the intended message for the sender, of the sender, excuse me. And validate or acknowledge information. Communication challenges may include language barriers, distractions, physical proximity, personalities. Sometimes it's difficult to communicate with particular individuals. Workload. During heavy workload times, all of the necessary details may not be communicated or they may not be verified. Varying communication styles. Healthcare workers have historically been trained with different communication styles. Conflict. Disagreements that may disrupt the flow of information between communicating individuals. Lack of information verification and shift change. Transitions in care are the most significant time when communication breakdowns occur. A number of tools and strategies to potentially reduce errors associated with miscommunication or lack of information are listed. The following four strategies are simple to integrate into daily practice and have been shown to improve team performance. SBAR, which includes the situation, background assessment, and recommendation. This is how we should give off handoff reports. Callouts, which a callout is defined as letting a provider or nurse know about any information that's critical to the patient. Checkbacks, this is making sure that the information heard or received, you verify it with the sender to make sure there's no misunderstanding and you're both on the same page. And handoffs, which happen at shift change. A checkback is a closed loop communication strategy used to verify and validate information exchanged. An example of a check back is when a nurse is obtaining a verbal order from a physician. She would clarify it by saying it back to the physician, or if this is a telephone order, repeating the information back just to make sure she received everything correctly. Handoff is when a team member is temporarily or permanently relieved of duty. There is a risk that necessary information about the resident may not be communicated. The handoff strategy is designed to enhance information exchange at critical times such as transition and care. More important, it maintains the continuity of care despite changing caregivers. So the primary objective of handoff is to provide accurate information about a patient, patient's care, treatment and services, current condition, and any recent and anticipated changes. This is why we do our bedside shift report. Please remember, when you are handing off, this is a transfer of responsibility and accountability. This is another reason why we implemented bedside shift reporting. When you 
as the oncoming nurse is about to take care of and assume responsibility and accountability for the patient load, you want to also make sure that everything was done prior to you that should have been handled. The information should be clear. It should provide an opportunity when something is uncertain that questions can be asked and answered appropriately and respectfully. Verbal communication of the information. Don't assume and you want to make sure that the receiving nurse or tech has the um, information and it's understood and they have an opportunity to review the patient, review labs and all of that. In conclusion, communication skills interact directly with leadership, situation monitoring, and mutual support. Team leaders require effective communication skills to convey clear information, provide awareness of roles and responsibilities, and provide feedback. Team members monitor situations by communicating any changes to keep the team informed and the resident or a patient's protected. Communication facilitates a culture of mutual respect. When team members request or offer assistance and verbally advocate for patients and for each other. Communication tools that can enhance teamwork include the SBAR or a bedside shift report, call out, check back, and handoff. These tools facilitate effective, efficient communication within and across teams. Good communication facilitates the development of shared mental models, adaptability, mutual trust, and lastly, but most importantly, our patient safety. Thank you.